Today we are joined by Lorna Jackson. Now, she fascinates me. She is an author with her husband, John, of Soul Regression Therapy. She's a healer and a hypnotherapist. Welcome, Lorna. Oh, thank you, Kylie. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I'm really excited to be here today. Very excited to have you. I'm so fascinated by I've read your book from cover to cover a couple of times and now I'm talking to you. So it's a bit exciting for me. We're going to talk today about past life regression therapy and soul healing. But how did you come to be a past life regression therapist? Well, that's an interesting question, and um, that story is is there's quite a lot to it, obviously. But I'll I'll try and nut it down um, because um, originally, I mean, you know, going back through my life, I had no clue that this is where I'd end up um, as a hypnotherapist, past life regression therapist. I'm 70 now, and honestly, when you you know when you leave school, you you don't really know what how your life's going to unfold. A lot of people, you know, they go to a profession or a job and they th- often they think that that's where they're going to be for the rest of their life. But I guess my life's been very much different to that. Um, I'm from England originally and I came to Australia when I was um, just turned 16 with my mother and we emigrated here to be with my auntie, my mother's sister, because my father passed away when I was uh, 15. So my whole life changed dramatically in that year of 1966. But before then, I had been interested always in uh, metaphysics, which I didn't know that word back then when I was younger. Um, I was interested in sci-fi movies and, um, you know, ghost stories and tarot cards and everything. But my parents were not. (laughs) So I really didn't have anyone to talk to about that. I used to watch lots of different shows on television and and scary movies and everything. Um, Being an only child, it's sort of, you know, I was very fascinated and it, it kept me entertained. But I I did come across reincarnation when I was probably about, I don't know, 10 or 11. And I was watching um, an old black and white movie on television uh, called um, Bridie Murphy. And that that movie was about a lady who was regressed through hypnosis by this fellow in America who was an amateur hypnotist. And he regressed this lady at a party, basically, back to past lives where she was this Irish lady in her past life and her name was Bridie Murphy. And I was really blown away. I'm like, well, I've got no clue. How, how could this happen? You know, when you're just a young girl, you don't, unless you've been educated, which I, I wasn't, um, my family, like I said, were not um, interested in this at all. So it was a completely um, amazing, uh, you know, discovery for me there's this thing that, oh, when we, when we die, we may, that's not the end. <laughs> you know, that's not what they're teaching us at Sunday school and so forth. So that's, I guess, where my interest began. But, you know, coming to Australia, then I moved, things changed in my life. Um, and I wasn't able to do any research on this whatsoever because, you know, back then there wasn't the information that's available today. Yeah. And, you know, the internet hadn't been invented and we had to rely on the library for books and so forth. So um, it wasn't until many, many years later 
when I was married, I was in my late 30s, early 40s, and I was waiting to have uh, spinal surgery, and I was unable to work for quite a while. And I came across some books by Edgar Casey, and um, he just, you know, talked about reincarnation in his books. So I started to, um, you know, do more reading. I had more time. I did some research on as much as I could. But then life got on. I had the surgery, got on with my life. And But the, the thing was my, I had been engaged when I was, this is a little bit of a romance story, I'd been engaged when I was 17 to this fellow and he'd broken off with me and my whole life was like really, you know, as you're young, just like it's the end of your life, what will I do? But anyway, I got on with life. But then 25 years later, after I'd had the spinal surgery in my late 30s, early 40s, he came back in my life very unexpectedly. And it was a turning point for me. And and as, as things turned out, we ended up being together in a relationship. I left my husband of, of 25 years because things weren't going as I had hoped they would. And I was stepping on more of a, you know, a questioning life. What What is it all about? I'd done some reading and so forth. So we were together with this fellow. I was with him for nearly three years, but then unfortunately he passed away of cancer and that was a huge shock. So because of that, that sort of propelled me then to examine more about what is life, what is death. And um, being single for the first time in, you know, many, many years, I was in a position where I could then do some research, which I did. I, I read lots of books on near-death experiences. There was books. The books were basically at the library. I mean, back then, this is in, um, when was this? This was in the early 90s. And the internet was only just, you know, coming into to being popular and I actually didn't have the internet on back then. It wasn't until a little bit later. So that's how I did the research and the reading, and I got interested. And I joined a, a Reiki group and when my partner was unwell, hoping to have him have some healing, which I didn't really know much about. But then I ended up going on. Um, I, I, I completed the Reiki course myself after he passed away. So that sort of propelled me on my journey. But I had no intentions of being a past life regression therapist <laughs> or a hypnotherapist because I really didn't even know that existed. You know, I was just interested in the concept and who are we? What happens when we die? And, you know, I went to a lot of psychics and they were giving me messages and different ideas about things and about my future. But um, as it turned out, I ended up in America and I was over there for a while and I married, I remarried a few years later to this American fellow who was very spiritual and he was part of the Rosicrucian group and I became a Rosicrucian, which is a study on life, religion, spirituality. They teach you lots of different things. So that started to educate me even more. Um, and I had, I found out about past life regression um, as a process and I went along and had a session with a, a fellow that I, I, I learned to read the tarot as well along this journey. I started up at my own party plan business, selling um, magical things, jewellery, tarot cards and that sort of thing in people's homes. And I began to read tarot cards for people at, at fairs and different shows and markets around Brisbane. And I went and had a, a past life regression 
myself with a fellow who, um, you know, was a psychic. And that I didn't know that you could use um, hypnosis to um, to regress back to past lives. Then that I didn't know about this until I was handed a book by Brian Wise called Many Lives, Many Masters. Yes, and, um, you such know, a good book. Very, yes, a lot of people. That's a very famous book. And he used hypnosis with that lady Catherine in that book, and she spontaneously, you know, regresses. We know to past lives. So I was so curious about that. I wanted to know about what is hypnosis? How could I do this? I want to learn so I could perhaps, you know, practice this on people to find out for myself, because I'm such a curious type of person, um, if I could get evidence to prove for myself that it was true. So I guess that's what sort of propelled me on the journey to wanting to learn about hypnosis and to be a past life regression therapist. And, and life changed along the way. I came across um, a hypnotherapy training course, which I completed a diploma. But the, the reason I did the, the, the hypnotherapy training was to become a past life regression therapist. But back then, this was what, like 16 years ago, most people were not going to past life regression <laughs> in Brisbane because they really didn't even know that type of therapy existed, you know. That's um, an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that with us. So, so many questions. Why would someone then come to you for past life regression therapy? Um, why would they come to me? Well, I do see people for, that come to me for all different reasons. They may have repeating patterns. Okay, they may have habits or they may have illnesses, physical pain that they don't know exactly is, is unexplained. Um, they may have been to lots of different therapists over the years and never really understood themselves properly. And they think that maybe understanding themselves as a soul looking at their past lives may shine more light and information as to who they are about their soul purpose. Um, a very common question that people come with is that they want to know what is their sole purpose in this life, why are they here, what is their main reason. So it's suitable for people seeking self-understanding and to heal often emotional issues, um, grief, to understand, you know, that death is not the end. Um, often women come to see me who have had experiences of losing a child or they've experienced um, a miscarriage or even had a termination and they have guilt around some of that or, you know, the grief. So it often helps them to put it in perspective that that soul didn't die. The soul, what we found out through research is, and I've done lots of sessions where I've taken people back to the womb, that the soul will only come in and stay in, in the physical body in the womb if it believes it feels that that baby that that fetus is actually going to be a, a born child so if there's something that could possibly go wrong the soul doesn't come in so the soul never dies and um, there may be lots of reasons why you know a mother may a woman may have a miscarriage so you know we can look deeper into that aspect through um having a past life regression and it also can um, you know hear heal fears habits phobias and some people who are overweight it may help them to understand you know eating disorders 
Um, often people, you know, like think about the people who were in World War II in the concentration camps who died of starvation and they've said to themselves on that, you know, as they've passed away, I, I will never, ever go hungry ever again. And then in their next life, they have eating problems because they're overweight. <laughs> you know, it sort of compensates for what happened in the past. Wow. There's so much there. So going back to the linkages. So there's often a linkage from a past life to the current life that may be yeah. why we have beliefs as we do. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. There can be a connection. Absolutely. So have you, you've said yourself, you've had past life regression done to you. So tell me, has there been a specific one you could describe for us that's made an impact on you? Yes, that's right. I have obviously experienced past life regression myself. What I found out through having past lives, because with, with this life, with my current life, I grew up as an only child and I was shy. I was, um, you know, I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself. And then as I got older, I realised I had a real fear of speaking up or p even public speaking and, um, you know, as a hypnotherapist, I'm also a trainer. And when I was, I'm running training courses, I was feeling really, you know, embarrassed. Um, I'd have like, you know, I'd feel hot and bothered and have a little bit of a panic attack. That sort of thing was happening. <laughs> and through the past life regressions that I've, I've, I've experienced now, I realise that I've had lives where I have been um, unable to speak up, like I've been basically killed for speaking up. You know, I've had lives where I was a warrior's and one was a woman who, you know, I was hung for speaking up wow. um, and all for standing up for myself and other people, you know, hung as a witch, burnt. I've had my throat cut. I know it sounds pretty bad, but <laughs> this is what can happen in past lives that can cause problems in the current life. And until we actually understand what they were and clear that, then, you know, what some people, you know, we're not able to move forward. I've had lives also, what I've come to realise is lives in India, where I was, a life where I was cast out because my husband had died and I had no way to support myself. And that's often, that does happen to a lot of Indian widows. They're, you know, if they don't have a husband, they're, they're cast out. We actually went to India. We've been to India twice. Um, there's a conference over there and run by an organisation that are into past life regression. And they invited us to go to, um, we went to Delhi and then two years later we went to Mumbai. And I've always felt really drawn to India, but I've come to realise now more that, you know, I've, I've had quite a few lives over in India. And um, and it was such a um, an honour to be able to go there and to speak about past life regression at these uh, conferences that we went to. And because I'd actually overcome this fear of public speaking, I was able to stand on the stage. And the uh, in Mumbai, the last one we went to, I think it was about two years ago now, there was over 300 people wow. at the opening ceremony. And in the past, I would have been, you know, unable to get up there and to speak and which I did, and I felt really confident. So, um, it, you know, it can really help people to move beyond those uh, limits and fears that can hold us back. 
I also believe that wounds can be brought over, scars from past lives, as well as birthmarks, but scars. Because in past lives, I've had my neck broken, I've been hung um, on, a, on a horse, and I've had my throat cut and that sort of thing, which sounds pretty gruesome. But in my current life, I have actually had accidents that back up these things that happened in past lives. Because when I was in my early 30s, I was riding a horse and um, there was a there was a like a clothesline. It was on acreage and there was a, a clothesline tied between two trees, but there was no 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 clothing on it. So I didn't see it. It wasn't in my vision. And as I rode the horse, I, I went right into this rope, which just totally knocked me off the, the horse backwards. And almost like felt like I was being hung. Yes. Yeah, and that actually injured my my um, cervical, my neck, and damaged it. And then thirty years later, which was only um, last year, I went and had a, a fusion in my neck, and um, I have now a, a actual cut, which is like two inches in my neck where they did the fusion. Wow. So I've got now this, um, you know these, these um, scars that um, correspond with these past life things that have happened to me. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, wow. Wow. You're on Good Health Radio with Kylie Roger and we're speaking to Lorna Jackson about past life regression therapy. So Lorna, in terms of the hypnotherapy and how you bring everyone into it, is it a subconscious we're accessing? So what would you say we're accessing? Yes, look, what we're doing is accessing the subconscious mind, absolutely. And the conscious mind doesn't store memories. The conscious mind is only around 10% of the mind and the subconscious is around 90. So um, in regarding hypnosis, when the person's in a hypnotic state, we access, we bypass the logic and we access the subconscious mind. Um, and then through a, a process using, uh, well, soul regression therapy, I use my own unique hypnosis process. And then I take the client into a deep hypnotic state and then guide them to open up the subconscious mind by using hypnotic visualizations and to access the past life memories that are way beyond current life childhood, you know, memories. So um, once the past life's been accessed, then questions, then we ask questions to discover who are they in that life, what happened to them, you know, how did they die, um, what, where did they live, or as much detail as we can glean, um, names, places if possible. I mean, there's, sometimes we can get all that information and we can actually then verify that person that they actually did live in that past life because there are records that we can access to find these things out, providing the life wasn't too far back. You know, if there's mm. records, they can often. And I've had clients, you know, email me later and say, oh, look, I found myself. You know, that oh, person wow. really did exist. Yeah. That's amazing. So that's what I was going to ask. Is everybody able to be hypnotized? Um, well, look, yes, I would say most people. But it's not something that I, I actually do to the person. They have to be part of it. They have to be cooperating. Mm -hmm. um, hypnosis is a state between waking and sleeping. It's a natural brainwave cycle. 
which most people don't realize that. They think that I'm going to do something to their mind that they've never ever accessed before, and that's not true because our mind goes through four cycles. Sleep is called delta, awake is called beta, and the two brainwave cycles between are called alpha and theta, and those are the hypnotic states. So when the person is in an alpha state, naturally it's when you're watching television or when you're reading, you know, when you're in that daydreamy state. You don't have to be floppy and lying down to be in a hypnotic state. But the deep state is the theta state, and that's just as we go to sleep and then we wake. So that's the state that they usually go into that we really do want them to get into to access past life memories because it is a deeper process than clinical hypnotherapy because they're going to be talking and accessing these these memories. So yes, most people can be hypnotized, but some people are not suitable. Some people who have mental illness like um, schizophrenia, if they're psychotic, you know, that those types of people, their brains are wired completely differently. So can you give me an example of a client that stands out in your mind as someone that has come to you with something chronic or something quite urgent and you have supported them through healing? Um, Well, yes, I've had a lot of people over the years. This lady had, um, that I can think of, had a phobia. Now, this is an unusual one, a phobia of drinking water. Oh, Yeah, now that sounds weird. Now, she could drink soft drinks and tea and coffee, but she couldn't just drink a glass of water. And she wondered, you know, where does that come from? When she drank the water, it felt like she was choking, which is really unusual. Drowning maybe. Yes, you're spot on. Because when I took her back to the past life, she described it as being a sailor on a ship. And it was a nighttime scene. And this sailor, he'd been drinking, you know, as often they do. And, I mean, this is a long, back a long time ago, and he was drunk. And he said, oh, I've fallen off. I'm in the water, and I'm drowning, and I'm taking in all this water into my lungs and everything. And I said, well, tell me, just pause there. Is that the same feeling that Susan experiences when she drinks water? And, and I'm speaking to, to the higher self here, and, that, and, and the, the voice goes, yes, it's exactly the same. So I did some therapy around that to help the person realise that that in that life, that's how he died, but she is able to drink the water in her life because she needs, obviously, to drink water. And um, at the end of it, when I brought her out, then I I offered her a glass of water and she just drank it straight down, you know. <gasps> wow. <laughs> yeah. Tell yes, me another. Wrong. Tell me another. What else have you got? Oh, well... This one is an interesting one. This fellow didn't come for any real reason other than he was curious. He'd had a lot of, he'd read a lot of books and and, and so forth and he wanted to experience a past life. So when I took him back and I said to him, the first scene, I say, tell me, who are you? What, how do you look? What are you wearing on your feet, your body? What, what color is your skin? And he described being a female and his skin was black. And when he said that, he's like really like shocked. Oh, my skin's black, you know. And I said, well, well, who are you? And then as as the story opened up and he gave me more details, the story is that this person, he, as a woman, he was, she was um, a slave, a nanny to, and it turned out the governor of Carolina in America 
because I'll, I'll tell you, he, he went away and he researched this life and he actually found the house, the details, the, the, the area where he lived. It was all there on the internet, exactly what he described in the past life. <gasps> and um, this woman had been born into slavery. Her mother was a slave. She was a slave to the same family. You know, I mean, her life, the life was reasonably okay, but that's that's who he was in that past life, which really shocked him, you know. And, I mean, he, there's no way you would make that up. And he went away to research it because I think he was slightly sceptical. And then he found, you know, all this information and he was someone who contacted me and actually I think he called me. He was so blown away. That's amazing. When, yeah, look, there's lots of sessions I've done that have been uh, verified. There was a session I did in Melbourne a few years ago and we run our course, we've been running our courses down there and I generally do a demonstration in front of the group. So the lady I did the demonstration with, the life that she went to, because we've got the group all sitting around listening and my husband's there watching and we're videoing it as well. And she described that she was in England. She said, I'm in England, I'm in London, and I'm walking down this cobblestone street. And on the left are all this row of houses, you know, like a terrace. And she said, I, I'm going to my house. And the house, the front door is right on the street. And I said, well, as you approach the house and the door, can you tell me what number is on there? And she said the number, I can't remember now what it was, but she said the number and I said, well, can you tell me, look around, is there a street sign? And she said, yes, it's so-and-so street. So my husband's sitting there with his mobile phone, so he's straight away onto Google Maps. <laughs> and he types in the address and on the, you know, the, 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 the Google Maps straight away comes to this picture, you know, that the actual street comes up and it's exactly as you described it. <gasps> Exactly. And then at the end of the session, when we brought her out, well, she, you know, verified it, obviously. And that was instant, you know, that was amazing. Now, she'd never been out of Australia, this lady. So um, that was one that we were able to verify. There's been a lot that we've been able to. Um, another one that I did was with a, a young man who was in, in, in the army and he was in Afghanistan and he was involved in a landmine explosion and almost lost his leg and he had chronic pain afterwards they actually wanted to amputate his leg but they hadn't and he uh, was on he wasn't able to work to be in the army he was retired um but in the past lives he had many lives in the military but one in particular he'd had his leg blown off completely but at the end of the session I mean, his, I rated his pain in his knee, and I think it was like an eight, you know, zero to ten. The pain was pretty high, and it went to a zero. <gasps> and it stayed a zero because I kept in touch with him, and it stayed a zero until he started walking on it as a security guard, and he was on his feet, and it started to creep back up. So, um, and then he went back to the specialist and they, they were talking about amputating his leg, you know, yeah. <laughs> which had happened in the past life. So it's really interesting how it connects. Wow. But this life, I doubt if he'll have it 
removed, you know, he's going to do the best he can with that. I've, I've done a little bit more work on it with that since with him. That's fantastic. Um, so let's go now to what you can offer. So you are available to be contacted on soulregressiontherapy.com.au. You have your book, Soul Regression Therapy by Lorna and John Jackson. So you yes. offer past life regression therapy work and you offer something else between life regression therapy work and you offer courses for people to do to learn how to do this. Yes, well, the past life regression takes around two hours. So that's a standalone session. I do the sessions on Zoom or Skype or in my clinics in Brisbane, at Springwood or on the Gold Coast. Um, I also do afterlife or between life regression, which is where that's like more of an advanced session where they come back if they want to and we, we regress back to a past life and then we continue on once they've, the, they've passed away in that life the soul journeys on to the in-between place where we go, where we choose our lives, where we reconnect to our soul group and meet with our spiritual guides and so forth. So those sessions are advanced and they can help the person to have more of a deeper understanding of their soul journey. So the past life regression and the between life are what is encompassed in the soul regression therapy. Um, and that those both, both those processes we teach in our six-day training course and some hypnosis in order to help the person you know to go back into the past lives and so forth so um we've been training these courses for over seven years now and our book soul regression therapy has over 15 case studies of sessions that i've done and talks more and more in depth about the whole all of this the subject and our courses as well so um, if people want to go to my website, soulregressiontherapy.com.au, if they go on there, they can download my free uh, past life regression ebook, and that has lots of information um, and it's all free on there to download. And um, if they want to make an appointment, all my details are on that website as well. Great. Thank you so much, Lorna. Did you possibly have a quote? I love quotes that you could share with us today. <laughs> I do. I actually have two that I've, I've found. Now, the first one is our own, <laughs> and this is on our website because this is more of like a, a statement mission, um, and this is what we, myself and John, this is our purpose really, you know, for being here in this lifetime is to help people to be more awake. So it's awakening consciousness and facilitating the healing of souls globally and training and building a network of enlightened healers. And um, that's our quote, our, you know, Beautiful. our mission statement, and we're already on that journey. That's what we're doing. And the other one is a, a hard life is not a punishment, but rather an, an opportunity, an opportunity to experience. And um, that's one I found from Brian Weiss, who I really admire. So Karma is man-made and all lives are opportunities for the souls to experience many things. Wow. I love both of those. Thank you so much, Lorna. It has been so special speaking to you today and listening to everything you have to say. I love past life regression therapy. I love thinking about it. I myself have been regressed by you before and that was an experience in itself. So thank you so much, Lorna. 
You're very welcome, Kylie. Thank you so much for inviting me. (laughs) You're welcome. You have been on Good Health Radio today with Lorna Jackson talking about past life regression therapy. And we will be back after this break.